listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast. What is going on, FA Nation? John Pemby here with Sean Mitchell, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast here for Tuesday's five-game NBA DFS main slate. Uh, not a bad five-gamer, actually. If you take a look at the teams that are here, uh, we have the Lakers, we have the Nets without Kevin Durant uh, on COVID protocol, going to be out at least the next seven days. We have Denver, San Antonio, the Clippers, the Bulls, the Blazers, Minnesota, Utah, and Memphis. It's, it's a really strong slate. A lot of top price plays, and you know that Gar- that uh, Gar- that Durant news uh, really, is, you know, makes the Nets a little bit of an interesting team and in how you're going to go about building and who you're going to play. Yeah, this is true, man. And and you know, just looking at it, uh, looking at the three of the spreads already out of the five games, or at least nine and a half and over. You got nine and a half in the Lakers, twelve with Denver um, hosting Minnesota this time for the rubber match, and then Portland minus ten uh, versus the Bulls. Uh, but you got some high totals: two thirty-four in that same game, Chicago, uh, game with Chicago, Portland; two twenty-seven Minnesota, Denver, and uh, two thirty-one with Utah, Brooklyn, which is only a two-point spread. Now that the direct news uh, hit, so that's really interesting. Some high, we got some high totals, and but we also got some high spreads. So yeah, it's definitely looking like it's going to be a pretty interesting slate. Yeah, for sure will be. Uh, let's kick it off at the point guard position where there is Kyrie Irving. He's ninety seven hundred dollars um, over on Fanduel. It, you know, it's a, it's a high price point, but the usage rate for him is going to he's the, he's the show. He's the guy that's in. Uh, with, with Brooklyn right now with no Durant. He went 30-10 and 10 against Washington the other day. It was his second straight double-double. He had 18 points and 11 boards against Atlanta. Uh, he's given us two now 50-plus fantasy point outings to start the year. Home against Utah at 9,700. And then Dame Lillard over on FanDuel is the only other guy priced above 8K. $9,200 home against Chicago. I mean, price and matchup-wise, I really want to play Dame but just knowing all the usage for Kyrie Irving, it's a tough call for me. Which way are you leaning? Well, you know, that's something that I was actually just doing as we were talking or while you were uh, chatting about that. I wanted to see where the usage went. Kyrie Irving, 33%, 1.73 fantasy point per minute um, without Kevin Durant on the floor. He gets a bump of 3.7% for basically roughly around 0.35 extra fantasy points per minute as well. Uh, so, yeah, Kyrie, 33%. Uh, it's pretty crazy. 1.73 fantasy point per minute. That's just nuts. Um, don't think Dame can probably get close to that, uh, even against Chicago, a, a backcourt that we love to, to fade. Um, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's going to be pretty safe and pretty clear here, especially with that being a two-point two spread now. Um, that Kyrie is definitely going to be the play. Yeah, I think that's probably the way I'm going to lean, but Dame is one hell of a pivot if you want to go uh, in that direction. Of course, on FanDuel, you can play them both. You know, yeah. that, that opportunity uh, is certainly there. Uh, the next tier below, I mean, without Michael Porter Jr., we're getting peak Jamal Murray. I've had him now in my lineups for each of the last two slates oh. without Porter. And my God, man, 31 and 36 actual, 46 and 51 FanDuel points. Just $7,900 home against this very bad Minnesota team that they just played against. I don't, I, again, 7900 on FanDuel is, is a very tough number to avoid with a guy with his upside. Yeah, I totally agree. He's, I mean, he just smashed the same, you know, matchup. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, I don't really see 
you know, like you said, 51 fantasy points, 35 minutes, 36 points, five and four, and a steal. Yeah, uh, Jamal Murray is, is in peak, you know, whenever he was in that Western Conference playoffs where he was just in fuego against, you know, uh, the Utah Jazz last year. Guy was just putting up immaculate numbers. He's starting to do that, as you mentioned. You know, he doesn't have to fend uh, for more shots with Michael Porter Jr. off the floor. Uh, there's really not another high usage player coming off the bench that, or even starting with Will Barton. He's not really a high usage guy. So, yeah, I really like Jamal Murray in that spot. Uh, obviously, it being a smaller slate, there's you know a lot of these guys are going to be easy to talk about. Um, Mike Conley, seven thousand dollars, opposite of that Brooklyn matchup, Conley. Down game against San Antonio, only 26 minutes before that, had really been playing well. Uh, opposite of Conley in that game was DeJounte Murray, only 25 minutes in that one. Also, not exactly the, guess, the best spot for him. Uh, Derek White's out with a broken toe, so Murray, again, sort of uh, available to play a lot of the minutes here. Uh, right. You know, how are you feeling about that grouping there? Both 7K on FanDuel, Conley and Murray. Yeah, um, I really like Deontay. I mean, it's, it's probably not the better matchup of the two. Um, Conley's been playing really well, uh, but they're both averaging right around the same amount of points. And as you you know, kind of pointed out with White being out again, um, which is funny because, you know, Murray's had a couple down games, uh, but it was against Utah. It was against L.A. So getting a much better matchup in a pace-up spot here with Brooklyn. I mean, sorry, the Clippers. My fault. I was talking about Conley. But uh, – but, Clippers, I mean, I know we talk about Pat Bed defense, but it's he's they've actually given up decent fantasy points to point guards so far this year. So yeah, I, I don't mind the price. Um, I actually kind of like Deontay Murray because I think more people will likely go with Mike Conley in that matchup. I mean, and, and it's probably a good thing. It's not bad because um, Conley, like I said, he's been playing extremely well. Uh, he's you know he just is off a dud game against San Antonio, where I'm guessing it was probably a blowout. Uh, but the games before that, 46, 32, 49, 32. And every game was he at least played 32 more minutes. So, I mean, now that I kind of look at it, I think Conley might be a pretty good play. <laughs> yeah, Con- like I said, Conley- Conley's been very solid yeah. um, for sure. Uh, Kobe White, you know, again, in that Portland matchup, can be high scoring. We know he's been kind of a, a burst scoring option, 23 and 7 the other days. And, uh, up and down, but you know, for three of the last sorry, four of the last five games now, over 30 fantasy points. He's at 6,200. Uh, we have Monty Morris who we're looking to spend down lately again with no Porter. His minutes 36, 30, and 28 the last three. Uh, as a value guy, he could be someone you're taking a look at. Uh, and then Memphis, you know, Tyus Jones, 31 minutes the other day. The Anthony Melton is available to play in this game. Um, so that will be something that's interested. Now, he's available for the Lakers game. And saw zero action. Um, but we'll have to wait and see if he's back because that will certainly impact Tyus Jones. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's – I mean, I don't – did he even – that's what I was trying to say. It was – I know no, he was – No, didn't play at all. He was active, but inactive. Yeah, okay. That's that's weird. I mean, I know Grayson Allen, you know, came back and played. I didn't know if Melton played, and I never went back to look. I knew he was active, so that's kind of weird and odd that he didn't play. Right. Um, but, you know, I think – did I see earlier that Conchar is hurt too? Yeah, con- yeah, conquers out. Yep. So you know, I mean, they're pretty pretty thin at the guard spot. Uh, I don't think that DeAnthony Melton is going to come in and play thirty minutes. So yeah, I think Ty's Jones is pretty safe, to be honest. I mean, they really don't have anybody else to throw out there at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think Ty's Jones is pretty safe. I mean, he had a decent game against the same Lakers team last time. I know it was a blowout, and it's likely going to be a blowout again. 
but I think he's he's decently safe in that matchup. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. Let's jump on over to shooting guard. Uh, CJ McCollum has been playing amazing. Uh, you know, he played against Golden State at 28-9-5 for 51. It's his third game this season, over 50 fantasy points, which included that overtime 62-point effort. But even then, 44 against Golden State prior to this one. Um, really playing strong uh, basketball right now. Paul George was the cover of my starting five the other day. I was all in on George, and he's another one. You know, no problems playing with Kawhi Leonard this year. Happy to be out of the bubble, uh, I must assume, because uh, George 52, 56, and 48 FanDuel points the last couple of games. Uh, DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine round out the 8K tier here on FanDuel. Uh, Levine, monster night the other night yeah, against definitely. Dallas. Uh, and then DDR, good bounce back spot uh, a couple of games after his dud against the Pelicans. You know, how do you rank out that shooting guard tier? I love Paul George again. Um, the guy's just been – he's on a mission. And, you know, I saw uh, a, a quote that, he, you know, somebody had said to a reporter basically when everybody was saying that, you know, when he first was in his first years in the league, he was one of the top players and now he's like a total buzz. Basically saying that, you know, nobody was believing him anymore and, and nobody thought he was good. So, you know, it's, it's, it's good to see him respond this way because he's been absolutely murdering. Um, and it's a good spot. We, we faded this San Antonio backcourt all season, all last season. It's not getting any better. Derek White out now. I mean, it, you know, yeah, Paul George is, is probably definitely my 1.01 here. Uh, Zach Levine is really interesting going with Portland. Um, I think that game likely could turn out high scoring. It's one of the higher scoring uh, or one of the higher totals on the board. Just the fact that Portland is minus, you know, minus 10 is the only thing that you can be worried about there. And then, then you know, that kind of also says something for CJ McCollum. Um, if they are a two point favorite at home, are you likely to pay nine K for that? You know? Right. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, the fact that it is a, um, a closer matchup potentially, you know, would you be willing to spend that? I, I agree. 10 points spread on that one, but two thirty three total, uh, over for Portland, Chicago is, is certainly uh, one nice to see. Uh, if we're going down a little bit further at the shooting guard spots over that next uh, tier that you're looking at, you have Donnie Mitchell at 78, D'Angelo Russell uh, finally put together uh, a pretty solid game for him, 39 fantasy points against Denver at 74. Uh, Dylan Brooks at 6,100, still sort of uh, up and down. The, the Memphis hasn't been overly competitive and we'll see how competitive they're going to be against the Lakers with no uh, John Morant. Uh, Karis LeVert, I think, without Kevin Durant, could see a big bump here um, in potential minutes or usage at 61. It's, it's, it's funny you say that, John. Let me stop you right there because yeah. I, have, I have that pulled up, actually. Uh, he leads the team in usage without Durant on the floor. 113.6-minute uh, game sample or minute sample, I should say. 36.8% usage, 1.43% or 1.43 fantasy point per minute, plus 9.3% is the diff on that, the highest of, of the whole team. What is his usage when he's on the floor with Kyrie Irving? What is his usage when yeah, he's turn, on the floor? Yeah, turn, turn them both on and see what we get. Kyrie on, Kyrie on, Durant Kyrie off. Durant off. Let's, let's see what that is. So we're going to check that out. But it, TLC was actually second with like a 6 per six point eight. TLC had a good game the other day. Yeah. I mean, sure. and he, he's second uh, on the team as far as uh, point differential goes. Or usage diff, I should say. Not yeah. point usage. But 6% of a usage bump is pretty dang good. Um, good. Let's see here. It is populated. Let's see. Kyrie Irving, 33%, 1.73. Karis LeVert, 30.9%, 1.8. 
one eight fantasy point per minute. Uh, Joe Harris actually gets uh, the the biggest usage diff at plus six point one percent with Karis LeVert right behind that point, plus five point eight percent. So still good, yeah, still good numbers. Um, Joe Harris is actually pretty interesting. Twenty two point four percent usage rate with Kyrie and, and Durant off. Kyrie on Durant off. Yeah. Third. Third, uh, they're 1.50 fantasy point per minute for him. So interesting to note, Joe Harris. It's not a big minute sample. You're looking at like 15 minutes here. Uh, so it's a lot of skewed numbers. I, I can see Joe Harris, though, for sure, to, um, having a pretty solid game with Durant just being that other potential scoring option, at least in the starting unit. Like I imagine, right. you know, that uh, yeah, yeah, Levert's off the bench. So. Um, yeah, so that grouping there is strong. You know, Dennis Schroeder still I like a lot here, even though he did have a down game against Memphis. Of course, I tout the stat over on uh, Twitter the other day that Schroeder has a higher usage rate than Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis has, like, the biggest game of his season. Yeah, we were uh, waiting for that one, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was bound to jinx that one for sure. Uh, you called out the revenge game for Malik Beasley. Yeah. Uh, does he back the revenge game up in the second straight game? Uh, he went for 50 fantasy points against them the other night. I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, I don't think he can. I mean, I say I don't think he can, but if you look, he in five of the six games he's played, he's scored at least 19 or more actual. He's got 25, 21, 19, 18, 23. Um, his rebounds have actually been pretty, pretty solid. They've been between three and seven the whole time, all the games. His defensive stat, he's had uh, four steals out of the six games. I mean, the only other thing is, you know, his – he just didn't have a whole lot of other counting stats, you know, in his other other games. He had five assists against um, Denver that, that last game. Played 38 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the five assists really – and he had two blocks. I just noticed that. Sorry. So, yeah, two blocks, a steal, five assists. That really made – that was the difference. I mean, that was really the difference. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, again, huge numbers for him. Uh, so, like, this mid-tier is all, is all pretty solid. You know, Lonnie Walker – um, you know, should probably be back in the starting lineup. You know, there were there were, there was a blowout. I think it was with that Spurs game, so not a lot of these guys played a ton of minutes. Right. Uh, so hard to really judge exactly how San Antonio played in, against Utah there. Um, you know, there's a big lead there. You mentioned TLC. He had 20 fantasy points in 23 minutes. He's right. you know was already in the starting lineup with Din without Dinwiddie there. There's no Durant now. You know, more shots likely available to him. So uh, you know, a pretty interesting mid tier here at, at shooting guard. Which is probably what we want because we, we want to pay up for these point guards. So, uh, you know, going mid to value here at shooting guard, maybe we'll lean uh, the ability to pay up at the point guard position. Um, over at small forward, you know, we have LeBron James currently questionable with an ankle. He's been questionable with an ankle basically all season. We do think eventually he's going to sit, though. Like one of these games, I think they're going to give him. Yeah, I mean, we got to know it's coming, right? Yeah, <laughs> we I, I got to know like, it's coming. Yeah, I feel like it's got to be coming. So, uh, one of these games. They know that they just blew. They just blew out Memphis this last game. They're playing mm-hmm. again. I mean, it would be the perfect time to sit him, you know. But it is in Memphis. I know LeBron was saying he, you know, he don't want to let any fans miss, you know, miss watching play. I guess he probably watched the last dance of Michael Jordan, and <laughs> he said, you know, he didn't want anybody to that might have never seen him play, you know, on a road game or something, you know, not get to see him play. So whatever it is. But, it, yeah, I think it is getting close to the time where he's probably going to sit a game. Yeah, I agree with you there. A uh, little bit of a revenge game uh, for Kawhi uh, against San Antonio. I uh, sadly played Kawhi in a lineup uh, instead of 
George. I still had plenty of George, but oh. one lineup. Of course, it always happens this way, Sean. The one lineup <laughs> that would have been the nuts had you played uh, the other player. That was my uh, scenario uh, last night in the late game slate, or two nights ago at the late game slate, uh, wow. playing George over uh, Kawhi. Uh, but you know, again, potential revenge game there against San Antonio. Someone that we were all on though was Keldon Johnson. Even again, 27 minutes because of that blowout. But back-to-back big games, three or four big games out of Keldon Johnson. Mm-hmm. This dude looks legit, man. And he's going to be in that starting lineup once again. Yeah. I mean, I played him the last couple of nights. And, yeah, he's yeah. just – he's, you know, 33 or more fantasy points on, on FanDuel for his, you know, well, I guess all but one game, two games. So four of the six, he's put up at least 30 – basically 34 or more fantasy points, a couple 40-pointers. Yeah, I mean, the, the kid's playing good. You can't really say much about him. He's got the minutes. He's playing, you know, he's got usage. Uh, good good minutes. Like I said, 28 or more in, in all but one game. So, yeah, I really like him in that spot as well. Uh, going down a little bit further, there's there's the uh, Kyle Anderson uh, <laughs> experience. Uh, you know, 18 points, four rebounds, two assists against the Lakers. Um, you know, he's he's popped at times. Yep. Not my favorite player, but it's a small slate, and, he, and he's at least producing and getting minutes. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, you know, Kyle Anderson, it's funny because I saw, I don't remember who it was, but had said his usage rate had really jumped like 9% since uh, John Morant went off the floor because, you know, he's kind of he's having to do a lot more. I mean, he's averaging 32 fantasy points for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's a terrible matchup. It's it's not a good spot. It's the price sucks kind of, and yeah, I just don't know if I'll be able to go there. I mean, Will Barton right below him at fifty four, um, and you know I was kind of why did Will Barton only play twenty one minutes? He played thirty five the night before or the the game before. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, they in, in that game we saw Monty Morris play a lot of minutes. So. Exactly. I don't know if it was matchup based or what, but I mean, he finished with eight point six boards, six assists, two steals for twenty nine point two Fanduel points, and he only played twenty one minutes. I mean, I saw I was all over Will Barton last game. I, I was all over him because I saw that thirty five minutes against Phoenix, and I was like. Mm-hmm. With Michael Porter Jr. out, he's going to play 35 minutes a game. Should, yeah. <laughs> and I'll probably go back to him again in this one because I, we've, we've seen what he did. He put up 30, near 30 fantasy points in 21 minutes. I mean, it's a great spot. He's back at home, and, and he's, you know, really cheap. And I think he might play the 30 minutes this time. Yeah, I like it. Like you mentioned, you know, only 21 minutes, and he got you 30 fantasy points. So right. uh, got to love that. Where are you with Otto Porter here? Uh, the minutes have been great, and the production the last couple of games – also pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would say he's likely going to see Rob Coe. Um, you know, yep. not, not the best matchup, but um, it's not it's nothing to fade over, I would say, especially at the price. We, you know, it's got a high total. The only thing I'm worried about, once again, is that spread. Um, but, yeah, you know, I mean, I think I might probably go elsewhere just because it's too many red flags. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's been producing. I can't say that. With Laurie Marquette out, he's been, he's been playing really well. Yeah, you mentioned Joe Harris already in terms of usage. Uh, Harris strong recently anyways. Look at these games now. Four, the last four games, 31, 31, 30, and 24 fantasy points for Joe Harris. So now you're taking Kevin Durant off the floor. He's going to be in the starting lineup. Only $4,600 on FanDuel. One of the quietest <laughs> one of the quietest uh, fantasy players you'll probably see. Um, yeah. You know, nobody generates any buzz about Joe Harris. But, yeah, just like you mentioned, I mean – yeah, you know, three of his last four over 30 fantasy points, 24.4 in the last game, and now, yeah, no no Durant to 
and we saw the bump. We we talked about it already. And he's four point six. He's he's price really, you know, didn't move much. So definitely a fan. Uh, that's maybe it. I mean, Torian Prince could start thirty seven hundred. Um, Are you buying into Jared, Jared Culver after his 34 point? Uh, 30 no, points? I don't think I'm going to chase that because I also watched him go 0 for 10 a couple <laughs> nights ago. He's kind of like Dante Grant. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'm probably out on that one. Dante <laughs> um, Graham, at least him in 5 for 11 today. That's, you know, that's fair cool. enough. Fair enough. Um, Patrick Williams started. What are your thoughts on Patrick Williams? Again, not a high volume scorer, but, you know, he's. He, Kind of gives you a little bit across the board numbers. Again, you know, you I know you worry about the spread, but Williams is a guy that would play in those blowouts. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think his just you know, he just doesn't have the usage. I mean, Zach Levine's soaking up everything. Kobe White, you know, soaking up everything, and they're they really, you know, they they've even played in blowouts. I, I, Pat Williams is just he's just one of those guys that just isn't getting enough of the of the ball love right now. So I, I don't know. Okay. I don't think I have to go there. That's fair enough. Um, let's jump over to the power forward position where there is Anthony Davis here against Memphis. Uh, 17, 9, 1, 3, and 3 for 44 fantasy points. Again, San Antonio was his explosion day. Uh, 34, 11, 5 for 59. Uh, same matchup here. They're, they're going to start Brandon Clark. It's just a sides mismatch. If they go in a different direction, it's a good spot for Davis. A small slate, few guys to spend up on, but, you know, because we look at that point guard spot, maybe not many will be on Anthony Davis here. Yeah, I think he could end up being being a uh, being low owned. Uh, it's it's it depends on, of course, if LeBron plays. I mean, well, you know, if, if there is any event that he sits, we know it's going to skyrocket. But I mean, we also know that this is a you know a big spread. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, you probably can get really depressed ownership here on Anthony Davis, and in the you know, in the event that it does happen to stay close, you're you're probably going to crush. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, point guard, you know, we're I think we're waiting on LMA. He's questionable, but he's missed the last three. I don't think I would play him even if he's active. Um, oh, no. You know, it, it, maybe on FanDuel, actually, Davis would be popular because the rest of this grouping. I was I mean, just saying, the way I'm looking down this list, yeah, I think he's going to be more popular than we expect. Yeah, you're miss on Bojan. <laughs> Um, Robert Covington, big hit or miss. Naz Reed, you know, got you the 20 fantasy points. He didn't start the other day. Um, you know, Royce O'Neal is maybe the stud. You know, like 4,500 Millsap um, the other day. Okay, 25 minutes. Mick Batum coming down to earth a little bit. 22 fantasy points. If LBJ sits, you can maybe go Kyle Kuzma. Like a lot of these guys in this like tier after the top. It's kind of a little bit blah, so it's maybe you pay up for AD just because you know he's a sure thing. What do you, what do you uh, think about Jermichael Green's 27 minutes, 14 points, five rebounds, three assists, and two steals? You know, I saw it. 27 fantasy points. It was interesting, you know, because he, he had missed the start of the year. He played 11 minutes, and then he plays 27. So Exactly. That's what I was wondering, because I knew he just came back, and I knew he didn't get very many minutes in his first game, and then I'm like, yeah. bam, 27. Plus, we saw, uh, which, I mean, he, you know, they they now with Michael Porter Jr. out, he could yeah, literally need be the that. Big. Yeah, you know what? If you want to go, that, if you want to go there, I can see it. Yeah, I like it. I think it's okay. I think he's probably going to see around that range. Mm-hmm. We know he can do. We can. We know he can put up numbers. But yeah, other than that, I'm not going any further. Yeah, I'm blaming you. All right, center position here. Uh, Nikola Jokic, I think, is is obviously just an awesome player. 
Right. Uh, you know, triple doubles and uh, you know, almost all but two games this year. And the one leads the league in, in assists. Right yeah, now. yeah, the two games that he didn't, he had nine rebounds. So like he was very close to basically triple doubling every game this year. I mean, it's just a killer on FanDuel one. You don't get the points for the triple doubles or double doubles. And also it's minus one for turnovers. And he had a 10 turnover game and a seven turnover game in two of the last three. So I mean, like, when, he's running, when he's running point, basically, I mean, he's yeah. going to turn the ball over. <laughs> yeah, you, you just want him to turn it over a little bit less. You know, turn it over a little bit less and, you know, he's paying it. Because you're paying 10-5. If you're not getting 50 fantasy points at 10-5, like you're, you're hurting yourself a little bit. You know, if he's going to give you 44 fantasy points, Rudy Gobert can give me 44 fantasy points at 8,200. Rudy is not going to give me 70 fantasy points, but that's yeah. what Nikola Jokic can get me if he's not turning the ball over so much. So, exactly. you know, it, it's really hit or miss there. And, you know, both of them have great spots. Jokic against Minnesota, again, we just saw that spot. Gobert against Brooklyn, though. Centers against the Nets continue to be a thing. Gobert's yes. been really strong this year. I mean, 27 minutes against San Antonio due to the blowout. Seven points, okay. 16 rebounds and six blocks, 41 fantasy points. Against the Clippers, same thing. There's another blowout in that one. 12, 9, a block and assist for 30. And then you get the competitive games against Phoenix, OKC, Portland, and he's he's giving you a 40-plus fantasy. So, you know, 8,200 Rudy Gobert, I'm, I'm tempted to want to play him over Jokic. Um, you know, it'll be yes. a decision. Yeah. It's, just a, it's just a really good spot for him. Yeah, I mean Rudy's like 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 DDR. He's he's like an ultimate cash play because mm-hmm. you know that he's likely going to get you thirty five to forty pretty much every night and the occasional fifty, but he's he's you know his his uh, his upside's capped. Um, he's got Conley now. He's got you know Don Mitch. He's got Bouillon shooting you know twenty threes a game. So uh-huh. it's just hard for him to get any other shots in other than. 16 rebounds. I mean, yeah, he's well, gonna, he, he's he needs the putbacks. He, 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 he needs the putbacks. Yeah, he gets the putbacks. And then, he, you know, you've seen the defense. He's always been a defensive-minded player. So, you know what you're getting, but, you know, you just know you're, you can't expect GPP winning numbers out of Rudy Gobert. It's probably just not going to happen. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Um, Valanchunas gets the Lakers. You know, the price has dropped on Val, at least a little bit on FanDuel. He was, you know, 77 Now he's $6,800. Uh, you know, I think you can play him. It's it's not the best matchup, but the minutes have been there for him. It's a consistent spot. I think uh, he is fine. Um, I lo- generally love Jared Allen. I don't know how I would like him against Gobert, but if Gobert, he plays second unit. So, like, if Gobert gets off the floor, then it's Jared Allen versus Derek Favors. And yeah. I feel like I love that matchup a lot. So, it's not you know, a bad maybe, maybe GPP darts Jared Allen there. And then, of course, our boy Enos Cantor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ball out the other smash, yeah. It's just like a full on. Like uh, what's wrong with like what is up with Nurk? Is it is it the fact that that Cantor is just playing so much better because they're basically splitting time? I mean, the last three or four games, 22, 25, 24 minutes, and yeah, 21, 31, 42 fantasy points for Cantor. I mean, he looks like a lot of what Nurk did last year. Whenever mm-hmm. Nurkic was just smashing slates left and right, and. I don't know if like Nurk's intimidated or what it is, but Nurk has just not been that good this year. Yeah, he really hasn't. I don't know. I don't know what's going on on there either. Um, but Cantor has been uh, playing really well, getting yeah. that additional run there. Um, you know, flip side of that matchup, yeah, Wendell Carter been up and down a little bit. The minutes have been a bit erratic for him. Mm. Um, Serge Ibaka, same thing. You know, good production some days, other days it's hit or miss. So. You know, center spot here after the top, uh, a little 
inconsistent. Uh, would you go back to your boy Gorgie Dang? I, I don't know. I was looking more at Ed Davis. Are you buying that 24 minutes, 22 fantasy points, five points, eight rebounds, assists, one block, one steal? I mean, if he's starting again, yes. If he's starting again, I'll buy it because Ed Davis is generally been throughout his career a fantasy point per minute player. So yeah. if that's what he's going to do, then that's what he's going to do. He's going to give you that. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think you can go back to Gorgie here. Um, I, I do. I mean, he's getting good minutes. He's got 23, 22, and 20. I mean, 18, 30, and 30. He's been scoring really well except for against the Lakers. I mean, I know it's they're playing the Lakers again. I get that. Um, but, you know, as long as he's going to see 20 minutes or so, 22, 23 minutes, around 4,200, we, we've seen what he can do. I know it was against Charlotte. I know it was against Boston, two weaker front court teams. But, you know, he still almost scored you 20 fantasy points. Um, and he was just a couple, you know, a couple rebounds away and a couple points away from a double-double. He just didn't have any of the blocks and steals that you needed. Um, zero blocks, zero steals, whatever. He had five blocks in the previous five games and three steals. So, you know, if you get some of those counting stats, he's easily back at 25, 28 fantasy points. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that one. Um that wraps up the center spot. Any final thoughts here on this five game? Or it's, it's a small slate, but it's jam-packed with talent, some high game totals. It's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, at this at the moment, I really think there's not just a ton of ways to go. So, yeah, I, I think it's going to be an interesting slate. Obviously, you know, if LBJ happens to sit, I think it'll kind of make it a little bit more interesting. Uh, not on FanDuel because, I mean, you're going to have to jam 80 anyway. But, yeah, there's a lot of good spots on it. So, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pretty excited for a five-gamer. I'm on the playbook. So, I'll, yeah, I'll probably yeah, get you don't have to deal with the 10-gamer the that I've been doing. Perfect. Uh, but we'll have everything out there for you. <laughs> Live stream, starting five, uh, fast break, maybe in a timely manner. It'll be posted today. Uh, a playbook. Oh. And, uh, you know, we got the podcast there in here. So, uh, we'll catch you guys later. Good luck. And uh, we'll catch you tomorrow.